Ladies and gentlemen, what's up, y'all? It's the Bench Warmers and Water Boys podcast. It's me, your host, Carson Covey. We got Thatcher. Daniel has made his return. Thanks We're to back difficulties. from the dead. Charlie is here, and of <laughs> course, good, fan favorite and bald man of the podcast, John Vod is here. How's yeah, really doing? I'm good. good. I got I'm our move great, all man. settled. We're leaving Sunday. Yeah. Hey, dude, I'm excited. Everything's Charlie, you're moving in when? Tuesday? Yeah, we close tomorrow yeah. morning. And then, That's awesome. Yep, movers come Tuesday morning. So next podcast will be in the new house. Back-to-back moves from the podcast. Thatcher, when's the last time you flew a plane? Today. I'm in my first cross-country. 15 out of miles, way. baby. Where'd you, you go? Across the country? Eagle Lake. This. No, where is Eagle Lake? Country. You act like we know where that is. It's like west of Sugarland. It's not that far. Yeah, I feel like I know where that oh, is. Oh, you said cross country. That makes me think of the country of the United yeah, States. Yeah, I tell you what, it's called cross country. Anything more, than 50 <laughs> nautical, anything more than 50 nautical miles is a, considered a cross country. You went cross, it not even cross water? state. Oh, gosh. Why did <laughs> I even bring this up with you guys? Water? Why are you measuring <laughs> land by nautical miles? Yeah, you know, like recently, can you even leave Texas? You know, recently. Wait a second. Recently, I figured out there's only like three certain things in life death taxes and john's head is balder than a baby's <laughs> that's what hey, you figured out, come out with a lot that's of definitely hair. Like took you this long to everything else out. is just like i don't know you know it's just up i've in seen the air. babies that have more hair than john Vaughn. i'm too. pretty sure i started as a baby with more hair than i got now so. <laughs> doctor did you land in the sugarland airport or did you just like you turn you yeah, turn a plane. I landed there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it oh, just popped go. at Yui up in the air. Busted dog up in the air. Hey, barrel roll. Just do like oh, a little. I'll you FaceTime y'all next time. Hey, right. Honestly, that would be sick. Did you do it by yourself? No, I did it with my instructor. Marty, I've been flying a plane by myself, but out. you just need to scare the crap out of him. Just go buck wild next time. But talk to ACT. If I talk to ACT, I need an instructor with me right now. So because I'm not ATC certified. What is ACT? Air traffic control. Oh, it's, ATC. So it's not okay. like the thing for like your college test scores. ATC. Sure that's what that is. ATC. Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Pass that one. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, so let's, we're going to move on. We're going to talk about some of the noteworthy news. There were. Uh, we're going to talk about college football, and we're also going to talk about some three three notable contracts that came through within the last few hours. Everson Griffin, uh, George Kittle, and Travis Kelsey. Let's start with Everson Griffin. Signed a one-year, six million dollar contract with the Dallas Cowboys. Three million uh, guaranteed, three million in incentives, bringing it up to a grand total of six million. This was interesting because apparently the Seahawks and the Vikings were in a bidding war, and then the Cowboys came kind of came out of nowhere and scooped them up. What do y'all think about all this? They can have honestly. I think I think good for Cowboys because they got no pass rush right now. They've got no D line, so I mean, good for them. He's I mean, they have a ton of money in their D line. Gotta say they can they can afford him. Robert Quinn is he there? Yeah, and they have that Lawrence guy. I forget his first name. Marcus. Marcus Lawrence. I think he's an outside linebacker. Yeah, he's he's only, he only had five sacks last season, though. So, like, I don't know. I think I think good for them. I think they need the help. He's kind of older, but he's still producing a yeah, little bit. His like numbers aren't what they but... used to be. So, yeah, yeah watching good, him last year, the them. Vikings. I mean, he is all about the sacks, so he does give up a lot of big runs to his side mm. of the. So, but they need the pass rush. So, I mean, I mean, they got what they I mean, wanted. you you, ha- you get the pass rush, but you're also going to give up a lot in the running game. So, I mean, 
pick your yeah, poison. Yeah, maybe that's fair, but uh, I, th- I think that this was a good move for the Cowboys. They needed some help rushing the quarterback. Um, I don't think the Especially with the loss help. of Byron Jones, they need to be able to pressure the quarterback instead of having to rely on the secondary to make up for what they couldn't do. Do they still press. have Lee as a linebacker? And Sean Lee? I yeah. think so, but he's like I think he's a, I think he's a second string now that Leighton Vander Esch is kind of taking over. Leighton Vander Esch yeah. and Jalen Smith. He's also Unless, hurt every other play. Yeah. Well, they, also, I heard that they're moving Leighton Vander Esch, the middle linebacker, and Jalen Smith, the outside linebacker. I was going to so. say Vander Esch is a huge right. stocky guy. He mm-hmm. if you see him move, he doesn't. He's seem fast like he's though. Up. He's yeah. fast. Yeah, he's yeah. a pretty quick guy, and he's and he's pretty well rounded. So, all right, well, let's move on to George Kittle. He signed a pretty mega contract. Mm. I mean, I think he reset the tight end market. Let's see. I'm pulling it up right now. He's making. I'm never uh, paying my tight end that much money. I that's don't what care. I'm year, saying, dude. Tight ends are never million worth million. the money. Five years, seventy-five million, eighteen guaranteed at signing, or excuse me, eighteen million dollars signing bonus, an average salary of fifteen million, guaranteed at signing is thirty million, total guaranteed is forty million, and he will be a free agent not until 2026. So, I mean. I, I think you have to look at it this way. I think that George Kittle is the most well-rounded tight end in the league. He can block and he can catch. Yeah. And he's a good route runner. He's pretty quick. And he is their number one option. I mean, you could argue that Debo Samuel is the number one now. Five years, though, I mean, for a tight end, I I feel like you'll get your money's worth for year one, two, and three, but four and five. He's also younger though. He's only twenty six. So like the five year yeah, kind five of five years up he'll be thirty one. But 30. if he's producing like Kelsey is, Kelsey's thirty. So if he's producing like Kelsey is, that's a good deal. But I never spend that much. So like the comparison that I found, D Hop right now is on a five year. He's making sixteen point two a year, sixteen point two mil. Mm-hmm. I would rather spend the extra million and go and get D Hop. That's fair. That is fair. But, dude, Kelsey is so valuable when it comes to the 49ers, like like Carson said. Yeah, their offense. Here's the difference, though. Here's the difference is that DeAndre Hopkins signed that contract when he was in Houston, and I'm still in denial that he's not there anymore because I hate Bill O'Brien. Bill O'Brien, I hope you're not listening to this podcast. Anyway, That's right. Yeah. (laughs) I hope you are. (laughs) Actually. Anyway, uh, but, yeah, I mean, the difference is that that's that's a re-signing. It's not like DeAndre Hopkins was a free agent. And so – you know, they're not going to just let their best player or one of their yeah. best offensive players walk without being able to replace him. So, I mean, I'm sure that the 49ers would rather have DeAndre Hopkins over George Kittle, maybe. Um, but the fact of the matter is that George Kittle is what they have now, so they kind of have to pay what they have and worry about the extra later. Um, yep. I mean, they've got a lot of young talent in wide receiver, Debo Samuel, Jalen Hurd, um, Brandon Ayuk, um, and then some other guys that um, are Dante Pettis, but he never kind of really stepped up. So, that's kind of what they're working with right now. Um, but George Kittle is by far the best offensive threat on that team. Um, it's going to yeah. be him, Raheem Mostert, and, and maybe some Tevin Coleman in there. Maybe he might I'm get some passing reps. But... But, um, <laughs> I'm sure he could squeeze all that he of them. Like, that's a huge contract. So he did well for him. Congratulations, I think Kittle. he did well. I think tight ends, though, the thing is you either – see, my thing is you can either toss an extra lineman in mm-hmm. or you just get a good slot receiver or you just beef up spend a little bit less on a bigger running back who can block for a half a second longer and get a good slot. I think I you can always get hands somewhere else that are better than a tight end. I'd rather, I mean, much I'm, rather spend on a wide receiver than a tight end. I'm kind of with you. I'd rather spend money on a high tier wide receiver than a high tier tight end. But the difference that a tight end brings to your team than a wide receiver does. And I know we kind of talked about this before we started recording, but uh, George Kittle can block um, on the offensive line. I and mean, he can, he can block with the best of them on the outside. You know, you stick DeAndre Hopkins on the edge of an offensive line and he's not going to be able to block an Everson Griffin um, or any of these average pass rushers, let alone an Aaron Donald or a J.J. Watt. So getting a guy out there like George Kittle, 
um, who can actually hold his own on the offensive line, but also can catch. And I think he runs like a four, four, five or like a four, five or something pretty close yeah. to that. He's a pretty quick guy. And so what that advantage brings to you is linebackers can't guard him because they're not fast enough and DBs can't really guard him because they're not big enough. And so he brings you kind of that sweet spot, that athletic mold where he makes a big difference. If that's what your offense is, is, is kind of yeah. tied around, then maybe yeah. they do spend all of that extra money on the tight end and they just spend less money on the wide receivers. You know what I'm saying? It does I mean, seem to yeah. fit for their offense. I mean, if you look at what they did last year, right, this is the Super same. They're, they're basically running yeah. it back, right? Yeah. They're, I mean, they're not he, trying to mix up things on the offense a bit. He's a key part of that. So you pay the guy. Maybe you paid a little too much, but, I mean – you can Security. make charity either way. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. he's, I mean, he's producing player. for them, so I, I can't doubt what they're doing. I'm just saying, like, yeah. I, as a GM, I would never spend that much. Well, let's move on to Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey signed a four year deal, $57,250,000 is the total amount. Um, I don't, it doesn't look like I have a signing bonus number. Um, it, uh, it's not showing up on SpotRack, is, is the website I'm using, but it does show that his average salary is about uh, $14.3 million. And total guaranteed money is going to be $28 million. And just like George Kittle, he's, going, he's not going to be a free agent until 2026. But I think this locks him up until, what is this, age 34, age 35? Yeah, he's 30 right now currently. So, he, I mean, yeah. this is probably it's a, a contract that he's going to retire at. Um, it's just – it's really hard for tight ends to stay in the game a long time. I mean, you look at Jason Witten. I don't really know how old Jason Witten is now, but he is – I mean, he is nothing compared it's to what like he was 80. four years ago. So, I mean, that's what it feels like. It feels like still he's catch. 80. I mean, he's still well, a he young like, man. Well, he's very so consistent and sharp <laughs> yeah. mm -hmm. But I think well, this is I a good signing that... for the Chiefs. They're keeping their major players around. And Travis Kelsey is just – he's a, is a hog in the middle. I mean, they don't really have a slot receiver. They've got Tyree Kill and Travis Kelsey. And then, I mean, there's Sammy Watkins, but he's kind of been a ghost of himself since his oh, first sure. couple years in Buffalo. Produced yeah. in the postseason. But uh, I don't know. I think – one thing that I'm questioning, though, is what I saw, and this came out a day after Kittle's signing. So was this forced by them, or was it coming? I think it was coming. Yeah, it was definitely coming. I don't, I don't think it was forced because Travis Kelsey is definitely in an elite tier of tight ends where this is yeah. not a thing where the team needed to feel pressured. I mean, I think that Travis Kelsey always knew that he was going to be in Kansas City for the long term, especially yep. with Patty signing a, mm -hmm. uh, you know, that 10-year deal. I saw – okay, I will say there's one thing I saw on Twitter – and I forgot who – I think it might have been, um, gosh, Field, uh, Field Yates, something like that, uh, mm. said something about how uh, on, like, March 29th of this year, guess how much the, the Chiefs had in cap space. This was before they re-signed everybody. Okay. How much? $171. That's how much cap space they had. And their, their general managers were able to reconfigure re different deals – and, and distribute money in, in such a way where they were able to pay Travis Kelsey and Chris Jones to four-year deals and Patty Mahomes to the largest sports contract in history. So wow. um, yeah, those I mean, those guys in the, that are working the contracts are something else to be able like to – For sure. <laughs> on the books. That's what yeah. I'm saying. I don't know. I think this kind of goes back to what I was saying before, though. So, again, here's some wide receiver comparisons. I Again, I think it's too much, but I'm never big on tight ends. My comparisons are Devontae Adams – is getting paid 14.5 mil a year as compared to Kelsey's 14.3. And then Stefan Diggs is getting paid 14.4. So do you mm -hmm. pay that extra 0.1.2 for Devontae Adams or Stefan Diggs? Say that one more time. So Kelsey is getting paid 14.3 mil a year. Yeah. Devontae Adams is 14.5. Stefan Diggs is 14.4. Mm -hmm. Do you go out and get a wide receiver 
or do you get a tight end? You know what? I think for the, for the chiefs, I think that I'd rather have Travis Kelsey and here's why um, Sammy Watkins is a very, very talented athlete. And he's proven mm-hmm. that in the past. He has elite speed, elite size. Um, I don't know. I mean, he's also had some injury history and so he hasn't been able to produce the way that people thought he was going to be able to produce. I mean, he came out of Clemson just like DeAndre Hopkins did a couple years behind him uh, in the first mm-hmm. round. He's a first rounder. Uh, he, he came out in the, in the 2014 draft with OBJ and Mike Evans and all those guys. And, uh, and he's definitely, I think he was, I think he might've been the first wide receiver off the board or at least one of the first ones in the first round. And so um, I think that, Maybe I, I think that there's no argument that Stefan Diggs is the better receiver, but I don't know if there's that big of a tear gap between them. And then to be able to bring in the presence of Travis Kelsey, who's like one of those guys that we talked about, you know, faster than a linebacker and bigger than a DB um, and absolutely incredible hands. I mean, he, he very rarely drops passes. And so to have that presence in the middle of the field and for him to be able to that red zone threat, his yards after the catch presence, um, I think that he brings something to the table that not a lot of other receivers in the league can. Um, I mean, just look at his production value. I mean, if you, if you stat him out in with wide receivers, um, he is, if I remember correctly, he's a top 20 wide wide receiver. receiver. Exactly. And so that's why I think that he's worth it because not only can he block a little bit, not as well as as Kittle, but he, uh, he produces the same as a wide receiver. And so why not pay him like it? Yeah. I mean, uh, and they have Tyree Hill. I mean, we, exactly. so we talked about that one. So the Chiefs have the receivers, but do, do you go out and pay for more wide receivers to replace Kittle? Or do you keep Kittle? I would, I would say go out. They 49ers. don't have the receivers. I say they dump Kittle. I mean, they get roasted because he's their man. But I think I would splurge, get a couple better wide receivers. I don't receivers. think there are any receivers right now, though, that are going to be free agents that would Trade. be able to replace. Exactly. Kittle. And that's the problem. Or want to go to a situation where Jimmy Garoppolo – your guys. Yeah, you also yeah, have Jimmy. Jimmy, Jimmy it's more of a run first team, team, and so, he's yeah. wide open. And, play uh, and ultimately, here's the deal: Would you rather pay Kittle fifteen million dollars, or would you rather let Kittle walk and then go out and trade the ran- the King's ransom that it took to get Stephon Diggs, and then pay him on top of that? Is, well, and you have is, to revamp your whole offense because yeah. right. I mean, receivers aren't gonna be able to block like Kittle and. Your your whole well, passing game is set up by the play action, so you, you really get, need a good run game. You can game. get a slot mm-hmm. that you, you get a quick dump off, so get a cheaper slot, like a Julian Edelman, and then splurge Julian on Julian Edelman's too old, and I don't know. Well, Honestly, I don't I know. I'm just saying, I'm saying, I'm saying Julian Edelman. I'm saying like a Julian Edelman. He's always, re- he's always accountable, like always catches, always across the middle. I mean, you can get a cheap slot anywhere. You can yeah. even afford one with paying Kittle. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I think the, the 49ers, too, are counting on a little bit of the development of Debo, who's, you know, rookie contract still, so he's young. They're not paying yeah. him too much yet. They've got a couple other guys that could rise up to the occasion if they have, you know. What they ju- who was it, Ayuk, that they just drafted, too? So, yeah. Yeah. so they've got yeah. some yeah. other young guys I think they're hoping that will kind of step up, and they've got Kittle. It's just kind of a rock-solid guy to be consistent in the meantime. And here's yeah. the thing. There are still a lot of teams in the league that don't really employ the tight end focus. I mean, the Texans have never really used a tight end. The Packers haven't yeah. used one really since Jermichael Finley. Um, the Saints haven't really used one since Jimmy Graham. The Colts haven't really used a tight end since Jeremy Shockey um, in the Peyton Manning wow. years. No, who was um, the other one they had? They uh, just traded Dallas one to Clark. recently when they had Ebron. They just Clark. traded one to the Steelers. Shockey. I forget his name. Shockey Eric was Ebron. the Saints. What about Ebron? Yeah. Yeah, when they had um, Ebron and Doyle, they had a pretty good They used Ebron table. and Doyle. Not a ton, but they split But that was only like a so. year and a half. There's probably. a pretty big scale of a gap between Ebron and George Kittle. 
Yeah. So I think with 49ers, definitely. obviously you're going to have to pay. I mean, you're the not going to knock them for paying. The big difference is that Kittle is the focal point where he's going to have, yeah. you know, 1,000 yards and 10 touchdowns. I mean, Ebron he's is your probably going to have Hopkins. closer to 500 yards and eight touchdowns. So yeah. Um, yeah, one's going to get 100 targets. The other one's going to get 50. I don't know. It's just a, a GM decision. I mean, yeah. I, I understand why they did it. I'm just saying as a GM. And I wouldn't I pay would my normal tight end a lot of money, but when it's Kittle and Kelsey, they're not your typical tight ends. They act more as receivers. So. Yeah, and they made it to the Super Bowl with both of them, so it yeah. shows you their value. Yeah, so. I, yeah, I get it. I like, I understand. It's just, oh well. Right, well let's, let's move on. Uh, we're going to talk about college football. So, out of the major five okay. conferences, we've got the Pac-12, the Big Ten, the Big Twelve, the ACC, and the SEC. Two out of the three, the Pac-12 and the Big Ten, have already said they are not going to be playing football in the fall. The ACC, the SEC, and the Big Twelve do have plans to play in the fall. Uh, what are y'all's thoughts about this, and how does this kind of I affect? I talked to um, Cole, my brother-in-law, a lot about this. Mm-hmm. And so What conference the, is he in, by the way? Because I know he plays for DBU. Yeah, he's basically – I don't remember. It's a Isn't smaller Isn't DBU D2, though, for football? They're they D1 football. For, for baseball. They only have baseball and basketball, and so they're oh, okay. uh, D1 for ba- – they're a baseball school. But a lot of his pr- – he knows a lot of friends playing football and – um, it sounds like a lot of the southern schools are going to be playing um, college football this year, but some way or another, mm-hmm. I heard that like playing for the teams or the conferences that canceled for these kids, like football is the only thing they know. And so when you don't allow them to play football, and it could result in them not even going to school anymore. And so they're actually going to be in more danger because at least when they're playing football, you know where they're at. They're going to be right. safer with all these all the protocols they have to follow. So when they don't, they're out hanging out with friends, probably being places they shouldn't be. Yeah. Yeah. More of a well, that's I, why think... I think spring ball kind of promises that though. Um, so, I mean, if you keep them res- responsible in the fall, you promise spring ball. I don't know. I don't know if spring ball is the answer, but I've heard it talked and I don't, here's I don't... the thing. I think they should just do it every sport. Like if you don't want to play and it's that big of a thing to you, like you maybe have family members that are high risk, then you just don't play. But in, for the people of... and the coaches that want to play and, coach you should at least allow them the opportunity to do it i mean other sports have been doing it in terms of scheduling um for a lot of these big football schools according to the cba the latest that the nfl can hold the draft is june and so these college athletes they might not be wrapped up with their season by that time i mean Mm -hmm. it takes them the entire fall semester to get going um and to finish their season and a lot of times those seasons don't even end until january they, they, they kind of um, bleed into the second into their second semester. And yep. so, um, you know, and as of right now, the draft is usually in the early middle of April. And so um, this could cause a lot of problems for the sure. NFL and them having to plan around it. Now I know that they're going to have plenty of time to work around this and, and, and have contingency plans. And I know that the Packers have already talked about they have contingency plans in place uh, for if the college season doesn't happen. And it takes a different meaning to watching film because now guys like Joe Burrow, I mean, Joe Burrow himself said that mm-hmm. if he wouldn't have had a senior yeah. year, he might be looking for a job. Well, right he was now a nobody before this year. Exactly. That's true. Exactly. And I mean, it's guys like, I, I love what Trevor Lawrence said. And it's exactly what you said, Charlie. He basically said that um, sending these guys home and not having football in the fall is, 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 more dangerous than them playing football because they're going to go yeah. home to these communities where there's probably not going to be any social distancing. There's mm-hmm. definitely not going to be enough money put into the communities to keep them safe and, and, yeah. and to keep people away from the virus and, and all of the testing that they're going to need. And yeah. so, you know, well, I, here's I, I my do thing, like the football. schools that are playing, I mean, why would like, especially these incoming freshmen, like that would stink to know that you like, let's say I picked to go to the university of Minnesota and they decide not to play, but 
Alabama is playing. Yeah. And it's just kind of like stinks that if your school, like you don't even get a say if you can play Definitely. or not. Because a lot of these, a lot of kids have come out. Like I saw this video today of this Ohio State guy. He's really mad. Like a lot of these other schools, I just don't get why the Northern schools decide not to. Well, I have a, and they were like, Hey, we're taking the precautions. So like we would be ready to have a season. And like, it just oh, seems like per, like the universities could try and take steps to try and make sure that they're being safe throughout this process and allow them to have a season. There, there are yeah. things that we can do. Come out We've and say something. That. What it is. Yeah, I heard another thing Cole was talking to me about. A lot of these universities, if they cancel football, they're canceling every sport, even into the spring. Well, yeah, because their football season like pays for a lot of other sports. Yeah. So if they don't like, have football, football, they're not going to have baseball, they're not going to have golf, they're not going to yeah, have – Yeah, they can't afford yeah, it. Yeah, college football and college basketball is what generates a lot of money for a lot of colleges to pay. And then I guess a lot of these schools – like, I heard Nebraska is talking about switching to the Big 12 and – well, so I mean, what do you what do you do strategy. if you hold if you hold your season do you try and bubble it or do you just give them the option and let them roam because you can't bubble or do you force them to do online? i think football stadiums so are so spaced out as it is you just don't have fans and well I mean, no I, i'm not talking about the stadiums i'm talking about the students the student athletes so do you do you force a bubble, hold them in team hotels and force them to do virtual school? Or do you let them do about their business and just kind of hope like MLB, MLB has no bubble. Well, I know like a lot of schools like DBU, all the baseball players have like their own dormitories. And I'm sure at these other schools, they're all the football players at the universities like Minnesota, they have their own dorms. But that's not stopping them though. That's like, you can go out and still do whatever you want. That's like, so NFL right now, they have their team hotels. You're not allowed to leave the hotels and everything. That's yeah. You just want to be allowed to. You go to practice from your dorm and then you go back to your dorm. So you just enforce that and keep them. Keep them. Yeah, I mean, if, like if you want to, they want to play that bad, then they should follow. Yeah, I mean, rules. I think you okay. put them. Yeah, literally no, let so, them know that hey, you have to follow these rules. Or so you're we keep a bubble on it. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that's all I was looking for. Is, I think is, the biggest problem with keep college football it. is that it's not an organization like the NFL that's making mm -hmm. billions and billions and billions of dollars, and, and maybe the NCAA as as a whole is. But that's also on the backbone of however many schools there are that are, you know, putting into the NCAA. And the fact of the matter is that a lot of these schools can't afford to, with these all of these protocols to make sure that their team is safe. You know, maybe maybe Alabama can because they're one of the most they're as of right now the most successful college football program in the nation. Yeah. Um, and so maybe they can afford to pay for all of these tests, all of these COVID tests, and maybe bubbling their players like John is talking about. But a lot of these other schools like. Uh, I don't know, maybe like TCU, maybe, I mean, they're a private school, so that's a bad example. So maybe they can't afford it. But um, a lot of these other schools that are a little bit smaller, maybe Clemson, because Clemson is, is a little bit smaller school. Mm -hmm. I don't know if they can afford it. I know they have a really successful football program too, but um, some of these schools, maybe they just can't afford to do all these different things. I know that's why a lot of these smaller schools like ACU, um, maybe they want to play football, but they just can't afford to do it because they can't afford to keep the players safe. Um, and I know that a lot of these smaller schools are suffering because they rely on these out of conference games to make money. ACU was supposed to play Texas A&M week one, and that would have that would have net them over a million dollars. Oh yeah, uh, in revenue to be able to put towards their own program and other sports yeah. and other athletics. And yeah. so um, a lot of these smaller schools are suffering, and maybe these medium to bigger schools that are in these power conferences like the ACC, the SEC, and uh, and the Big Twelve, maybe they can't, just can't afford um, all of the different precautions that comes along with keeping their players safe. And so. If that's the problem, I understand it. But even then, I mean, 
how can you allow these how can you say it's not safe to play football but then allow the players to go to class well so one one thing that i saw that was kind of a joke but honestly so i sat down and thought about it and it was um someone posted i forget who it was from texas they they posted they said all these schools are um all these schools are canceling why don't we just make our own like texas program so north south east west so why don't why don't we just kind of put an asterisk on this year? Don't have a national championship, but it allows the kids go out. If the teams want to play, you just kind of keep it in state, local states. So like Pennsylvania would play, Ohio would play, Virginia would play New York. You kind of keep it local, but you go out, you play local, local conferences. You don't have a national championship, maybe, but it allows kids to get there. I don't think it would work for states like Minnesota and like Connecticut because like the Minnesota Gophers, who are they going to play? There's no other D1 school they could play. I mean, you'd find teams, though. So, like, on the thing that I saw, just ACU, was, ACU was matched up with other teams in Texas. It yeah, would but allow ACU, there's other – They already have, like, HB – like, there's Houston Baptist who are the same conference. But, like, the Gophers, it'd be there'd really be no point playing uh, these uh, small schools and just – It'd be tough for the Midwest. Wisconsin. Go find Wisconsin. Well, you That's said same enough. state. Yeah, you could. No, I'm saying like local though. So like, yeah, so Pittsburgh. So you got yeah. Pitt, you got Penn State in the middle. Go play Ohio. Both of them yeah. could play Ohio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the Gophers would play like Wisconsin, Iowa, but then you'd have to like jump around because the other conferences I, I, I'm just are like saying, Maryland, it gets Michigan. Some kids, it gets some kids on tape, gives them the option. You, I, you yeah. put an asterisk, you wipe the national champion, gives you an option. I think it just depends on where the Texas, commitment is. I think in terms of Texas and the East Coast, I would much rather see that kind of college football excuse me, than just having these three conferences that are just kind of isolating themselves. I know yeah. that football is going to be good regardless, but we've never seen this thing. I mean, ACU hasn't played big teams like this in 30 years. And so yeah, yeah. I know that we would get smashed, but it would be so fun to see these different schools play yeah, each other that have literally never played smashed. each other. <laughs> I so think they should do something <laughs> like if you want to play college football, it's like a tournament thing. You sign up and like, I'd be fine with that too. The Gophers want to play Alabama, like, all across the nation, so all D1s, they just it? sign in and I would love make that. a schedule that way. And you can I'd, play I'd be down. That's another option. It's and just, so if I your know. school doesn't want to play, they can opt out. But if your school wants to play, like I'm sure there's schools in the Big Ten who wanted to play, but the, sure I say the Big they Ten just no. wipe the conferences this year. I know yep. this is kind of a weird year, NBA, all the professional sports. So college do the same. Wipe the year, say, screw it. We'll match up people in different conferences. We just don't have a national championship. You have four conferences, kinda, north, south, we east, We just kind of hold it. We just then, we just play the, play some teams. We yeah. just kind of hold it. Charlie, now I think you're, the kids on tape. I think you're onto something. I have a, I kind of have an idea that kind of stems off of yours, but basically you just take every team in the country, every D1 team that wants Brand to play, and, <laughs> and basically you just say, everybody sign up. Now maybe there's like a million dollar buy-in, and then all of the money goes into a pot. Okay, and then that's, that pot – is split among these different schools so that way they can afford to test their players. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's some traveling costs in there that help with that. Um, but that would be a soup. That mean, it'd be like March Madness for football. That yeah. Then you incredible. have like, yeah. you have like four conferences, North, South, East, West, and the top, uh, the best record in each conference. They play for like a little national championship. I would absolutely love that. North and South so, play. Well, East so then, could then. Be really Past cool. that though, do you divide by size of school? So like ACU then has a potential. ACU. It's just like Alabama. So like, it would be you like divide power by size too. Teams, I would think. Yeah, you would have to create the, many conferences. Yeah, I mean, you would you would think about it. I mean, it's the same way that. So I think you think about it the same way March Madness does. So you're more or less creating March Madness where you could play in, yeah. and then yeah, I mean, 
there's there's options i yeah. i think we're all coming to the agreement there's options instead of just canceling yeah i mean regardless i'm just happy that we're going to get some sort of some form of football whether that's you know sec or nfl but regardless we're going to have football and i'm excited but let's move on we the most ironic segment we've ever had <laughs> we are going to move the next into playing a game of dummy baby but here's the catch here's the catch i've always been your host of dummy but guess what we're doing it's not going to be me we hinted at it a couple weeks ago but our boy austin thatcher let's go Pilot, is going to be the host a local dummy and so it's going to be dude me, we're about charlie to find- daniel and john Thatcher was on a two-game winning streak to be being crowned dummy. So it's my time. You were almost a three-peat dummy. Oh, we the world would never know, dude. All right, I'm pumped. So Thatch, give us the breakdown. What's going to be the order, and then give us the first question. It's gonna. I've already got the order right here. So we're just gonna play dummy like we normally do, and I already have the order. And so the first round is gonna be easy questions. So what's the order? Here it is: Carson, Charlie, (laughs) Daniel, and John. All right. Mm. All right, Carson, big guy, you ready? I'm ready. I hope I don't miss my first ever question. Oh, you won't. Super don't nervous. worry. I promise you, you won't What's miss What's your name? Yeah. <laughs> All right, ready? Thatcher spelled that wrong, so that's not funny. Ready? Which Texans head coach traded one of the best receivers in the league at the time? <laughs> <sighs> Why Come are you targeting on. me like this? I hate him I just had to start it off like His that. His name is the... The vile Bill O'Brien. <laughs> there you go. That is correct. I love oh that goodness. guy. Yeah, one of the yeah, greatest coaches. Ever. I'm a Cardinals fan now. Needs to be promoted. All right, Chuck, What's your up? turn, big guy. Name two of the five defensive linemen that were known as the Purple People Eaters. Oh, God, I don't know this. This was like way back before I was born. <laughs> Those are easy. <laughs> yeah, they were easy, and then I thought this would be kind of a unique question. So they were easy. Oh, so you start uh, uh, up here, Charlie. There's John, actually four. John Randall is that one? Mm, nice what? try. I don't know. Alan Page, Carl Eller, Jim Marshall, and Gary Larson. Nope, no idea who those mm-hmm. people are. Oh, well, Charlie for Charlie. Idiot. That was a All dumb right. question. I thought these were gonna be easy. <laughs> Well, Charlie, I'm kind of maybe I'm aiming for you. Who knows? All right, yeah. Daniel. Mm. When was the last time the Lions appeared in a Super Bowl? Never. These are not easy. <laughs> uh, the Lions, I think they have not been to a Super Bowl. Correct. They have not been to a <laughs> oh, Super Bowl. I was kidding. I real I didn't realize. No. That yeah, I think they're one of the like five teams. <laughs> yeah, we're one of the few. Like, <laughs> yep. I was joking. Cardinals, wow, Lions, right. Texans. Oh, ooh! I forgot. There's that a few sucks. more. All right, John, you got the spotlight. Yeah, away. there's like, yeah, there's like five or six, I think, total. Mm-hmm. I'm Browns, sure, I think it was like the Texans, Jags for sure. And Isn't it Cleveland? Yeah, Cleveland Browns is one of them. I think the Jags went in like '99 or something. They did. Cleveland's definitely one of them because that was a big thing. Like LeBron was bringing a championship to Cleveland, yeah. and they'd never had one in their entire city. So that's Browns. The Super Bowl. Come on. All right, John. Let's see how much you know about your own team. What was the original name of the Pittsburgh Steelers? <laughs> this is hard. Wait, <laughs> that's these are hard questions. That's just digging these off off the deep web. Uh, I know what the answer is. Robbers. I honestly do not know this. I've done them as Steelers as long as I've been born, and so. Are you ready? You yeah. up? Yeah. Can I, the can I guess? Pirates. Oh. They changed their the name. Nineteen forty. 
Something they did it. I'm fact checking. Dude, dude, look it up. Look it up. It's weird. All right, so John's got a D. All right, from now on, these questions. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go around. Whoever misses it, we're just gonna go to the next. Okay, good plan. Good plan. All right. So (laughs) I'm winning. Carson, you ready? Oh my god, he's not wrong. Name the Seattle Seahawk that has one hand. Oh, uh, it's one of the uh, the Barrett brothers. I just don't remember. I, it's either Shaquem or, or Shaquille. I'm going to go with Shaquem Griffin. Yep. Bingo. Griffin, not Barrett. No. Shaquille. Nailed it right on the head, dude. I'm proud of you. All right. Chuck Rooski. Are you going to be our next dummy? <laughs> Chuck Rooski. Yes. Moms are sweaty. <laughs> Moms spaghetti. All right. Not a sponsor. What overall pick was Tom Brady? 199. You can, you can say the round. I'll give you a point for the round. Round seven, pick 199. Oh. It's round six, pick 199. Yes. Well, I said pick 199. Is 199 correct? Because he said that first. It's 199. Yes, it's 199. Okay, then he, okay. he's good. He's good. Because that's the same. He's all over all right. his ish. All right, he's fine. I just wanted to. Yeah, that's right. This is Thatcher's first time. Thatcher <laughs> I wanted to make him nervous. I knew he was right. I just wanted to make him nervous. All right. All right, Danny Boy. I wish you were right, Daniel. Right, I wish you Daniel. were right. give him the D. PG-13. We're all the same team. All right. I want you what to What team right has had the most quarterback? Oh, I'm sorry. What no. team has had the most what? starting quarterbacks since 2000? Oh, I know the answer to this. this since 2000? Yeah. It Think has- about it. Starting quarterbacks. It has to be this team. It's like so multiple easy. starters. Like even their backups have started. No more hints. I think we understand the multiple. <laughs> okay. I just wanted to I honestly didn't clear. get that. Can I get that in a different sentence? I just wanted to I feel uh, like it could be one of these two teams. Pitch is coming, Daniel. Pitch right. is coming. Come on, throw it out there. Let's go. You know it. Spit it out. Spit it. Sorry if you get I it wrong. I think I'm going to go with the Houston Texans. Wrong. Nope. No. No. Or who guesses next, John? Johnny. Okay, then my other guess. Fractured, that, that was my right. guess. Um, it's so obvious. It's an easy it's one. It's not obvious. Okay, if it's an easy one, then it's my other guess. It's not. It's, I, feel bad. I think so, I know what team you're all thinking about, but I don't think it's that team. The Texans were the team I was thinking about. It was already stated that. No, the you Texans only started like I wasn't 10. talking to you, John. I was talking to everybody else that's relevant. <laughs> uh Wait. Like, I think the Texans have only started like 12 or 13. Come on, John. Only <laughs> <tick, tick, laughs> 12 or 13. <laughs> I think seven is a lot more than 13. Get off my back. Uh, they said it on ESPN today. Somebody the Dolphins. Watched ESPN. Nope. No. It is the uh, the Cleveland Browns. Yeah. Correct. That was my jersey. Yes. There's oh. a famous There's jersey. There's a jersey that, with, that all, yeah, with all the, the different on names on down yeah. there. Guess who the next team was after that? It was the Bears. Texas. So it was Bears? Bears. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. You're crazy. Really? You know what? I don't remember who it was before Jay Cutler, so maybe that maybe that is true. Yeah. It was like Orton. Orton was oh, Kyle Orton. Kyle Orton. There was a uh, Rex Randy Grossman Orton was in there. Grossman. Yeah. Grossman. No, Grossman was in the eighties, wasn't he? No, he, he went to the Super Bowl in two thousand six or something like who was, that. Who was the quarterback that wore the shades that wore was the eighty five Bears? Uh, I can't remember. I'm sure Anyways, it's my turn. What's my question? All right, Chuck. You ready for your – all right, you're going to like this question, maybe. What receiving core was nicknamed Batman and Robin? Oh, man. They played on the Bengals. Oh, Terrell Owens and Chad Ochocinco. Yep, correct. Yeah. yeah, the Bengals was definitely a good hint. 
Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say the Browns. I thought it was. I don't. I didn't know. OBJ All right. I knew it wasn't so recent because I haven't heard it before. Daniel, I'm sorry. This one's kind of tough. All right. Oh, good. <laughs> Up yours, Send it my way. All right. What year did fantasy football start? <laughs> oh, actually. Oh, I don't remember um, the year, but I remember the story. Okay. If I get it within like a year. I'll, I'll give you yeah, a three-year bumper. Eh. There's a couple, well, there's a couple guys <laughs> that were fans of Let's a specific see. team that started it. So they all they drafted meet in New York? those same players? No, it was Oakland. It had to yeah, be. Yeah, it was like Oakland. He met with buddies in New York. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think yeah, this I, was like. Let's see. There's no way it's two thousands. Yeah. Oh, no, no. I. Charlie, stop cheating. I'm not. I have you guys on this screen here. I'll put you over here. Oh, so on the other screen, you're just looking up the answers? <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, on the screen, I have what we're talking about today because I did look at it. <laughs> oh my goodness! I do have my iPad <laughs> up for the show doc to the side. Daniel, give us an answer. I'm going to go with 1993. 1993? No. Older than that. Give us a hint if it's older or... Give us a decade. Decade. I think it's the 1900s. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Just kidding. Are you stupid? 1960s. Oh, it's the 60s. Wow. It's It's definitely older. I knew it was the 70s. I did not think it was I'm after Daniel, right? Yeah. Yeah. Johnny. 64. No. Lower. Wow, I just Gosh. cut off a whole bunch of years for you. Yeah, you did. Well, I'm the next guess. Well, it's 62, because then I get it right. <laughs> Daniel, y'all are up. Uh, I th- 67, 60. John said 64. Go with 62. I'm going to say 63. Nope. Uh, uh, Charlie? Oh. 62. Yes, 62 yes, is the know. answer. <laughs> but it was from Oakland Raiders fans. I remember that. Is it for uh, all right? John has the DUM, so uh, not me. I I'm know. a dumb. I only have a D. Yeah, I have a D. Daniel has a DU. So oh. is that dumb. your first question you got wrong, Carson? Yeah. All right. Who's next? That's so a respectable Daniel, question to get wrong, though. Running it back, dude. It's a pretty should, tough one. Should have known it. All right, all right. Daniel. You're I up. actually Ready? looked into it once. I just don't remember the year. In 1997, what NFL team was formed? I'll give you a hint. It was the <laughs> It was the second youngest. It's not the Houston Texans. I think I know what it is. 97? Yep. Uh, I have no idea. <laughs> There's so many teams to guess from. Can I give you? Give us a hint. What division are they in? I need to look up what division No, that's too in. much of a hint. That's too much of a hint. What give conference, us a conference are they in? NFC or AFC? AFC? I'll give you, I'll give you guys sure. a division because we discussed the division today. No, just it, tell it. I've got, just I've got the AFC. They're – it's They're AFC in the AFC. South. Daniel, AFC. you're guessing. Daniel, give us one. Hit us with it. Hmm. I'm between two. AFC South. I think I know South. which one it is. It's AFC South. AFC North. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. AFC East. <laughs> Daniel, quit looking it up. He's not. I'm not. You can see his eyes. They're wandering. Wandering through his brain. <laughs> They're definitely the AFC. That's all I'll give you. You said AFC South. I'm trying to remember who's even. Wait. Is it the Ooh. AFC South or is it not? No, it's not. It's the AFC. <laughs> well, give us a comment. I don't feel like it's North Carolina. Do it. I feel like it's the Carolina Panthers. Is that your final answer? Yeah. <laughs> no. They're NFC. Are they? Yeah. yeah. Oh, They're in the NFC the Panthers South. Panthers are AFC. Wait, wait. 
no, no they're not. Are I thought you said they're in with the Falcons. They're in with the Falcons and the Saints. Oh, and the right, I did not right, say right. NFC. Do you know John, you're up. Often. Right. I'm up. Uh, is it John? I'll give you. I'll give you a hint. Is it Chiefs? Since you have Chiefs, I'm going Dude, Chiefs. I was going to give you a hint. I don't want the hit. Chiefs. That's a horrible. I want the hit. Chiefs. So it's between two teams. What are your two teams? I don't want to give you the option. <laughs> I'm going to go with the Tennessee Titans. Nope. Wow. All right, the other suck. one. What? Yeah, I'll have you know that we're the okay, same. Okay, so he we AFC South. I'm going to be – okay, so are, for the cool. for the Tennessee Titans, are you using when they became Jacksonville the Jaguars. No. Oh, it's not the Jags. I thought it was the Jags. What team it's is Baltimore it? It's Baltimore Ravens, the website I used. So No, that's not right. That's what that the website said. That, that might be right. Back check it. That, Baltimore you Ravens. Me. You can look it up. Look it up right now. I'll, hey, I'll erase Baltimore everything. Ravens used to be the Baltimore Colts. There's no way. No, it's because you remember when we talked about it in my version of Dummy, we talked about how the uh, they moved away or the, the Browns like went to but somewhere. They were the Baltimore Colts for the longest time. They were the Baltimore Colts for the longest the time. Ravens and they were left founded and the in 1996. Gone. Yeah. Wow. They're a, they're a region, they're a relatively young team, but they're not the second oldest, and that's what threw me off because the second Sorry. oldest is. Why I do think you know the them by the oldest? What the heck is wrong with you? I think it's the Titans, right, because if you're using question. if you're using the Oilers, it's just not right. All right, do you guys want to throw that one out? No. Okay. All right. Fine. I got a letter. Throw it out. All right. All right. So I guess if we all got a letter, then you might as well keep it. Yeah. No. Who's that? What batch? I've got a lot of questions. I'm at DUMM. All right, so John still has D-U-M, and then Daniel has D-U, and then everybody else has D's. So. Wait, did mm. we no, wait, all Patch. not get a letter? Me and Carson have gotten two wrong. We yeah. all got a letter. I didn't, Patch. I didn't include that, the, that no, one. No, you threw it out. Oh, wait. Just include Why? it. Just include it? Okay. Include it. We all got a letter. I'm D-U-M-M. All right. D-U-M-M. We don't throw out questions up in this. You never know, dude. We don't throw out questions. All right, so that was Daniel's question, so isn't it? Daniel, I'll be yeah, happy if you know this. Mm. What NFL team created the song "The Super Bowl Shuffle"? Oh, I know this one. Bowl well, Shuffle. Man, this is an L. I'm about to be D U M M Y. This is an L. If yeah, Daniel misses this, I'm about I'm to be done. I'm not answering right now. It's a bird team, isn't it, Thatch? No. Oh, I'm disappointed. Wow. Wow, you're no, that's Ray Lewis. Okay, so Super Bowl, I'll give you Super Bowl. a huge hint. I was thinking of the Falcons or the Eagles. Okay, give me the hint. I'll give I'll you a huge game. hint. It's <laughs> in me and Charlie's division. It our, it's in our division. Huh? I know it's not my team. I don't that's think true. it's <laughs> not my team. I know what the answer is. It's, it's the Bears. Yep, it's the Bears. It's the Bears. Yep. Actually, you can't just. You said I'm going to be happy if you know this. You can't hey, just I say Next question. Next question. You're thinking too much about it. Nah. All right. You're taking this too personally. All right. Yeah, I am. I really am. I'm sorry. Not All you, right. Ready for this? To me. <laughs> <He's> <laughs> talking to you. All right, John. Ask me. Ask John his question. All right, John. All right, right John. How many John field goals has Adam Vinatieri made? What? It's made a billion. What the heck is that? Thatcher, these questions are hard. Um, uh, What's the question? How many, how many field goals, field goals has Adam Vinatieri made? made? Give us a, like, between one, so hard. 187. 
That's false. Am I even close? John is our dummy. (laughs) Let's go. He made 599 field goals. Wow, you weren't even close. She, all right. He's he's been in the league for a while. He's been around since like the 1900s, but I mean. All right, well, that was uh, the hardest round of dummy I have ever played. No, still haven't been a dummy. Congratulations, you made the hardest round of dummy ever. Good luck. Good job, dude. All right, well, uh, John, congratulations on being our first ever repeat dummy. You've really deserved it. You earned it, and I'm proud of you. <laughs> no, that's at that repeat. Yeah, Thatch was back to back weeks, wasn't he? Was no, he? Wasn't. No, 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 he was on. No, he. It's it's only been uh, me and Charlie have never lost. It's been John, Daniel, Thatcher, and then uh, and then John. W. No, right. we've done more dummies. I thought though. No, no, we've, we've only like done seven episodes. We have seven episodes. Games. Yeah, but we've only done it like one every other episode. Yeah, we've been playing other All right, games. well, let's move w. on. I'm a w. Um, we are going to talk about um, – we're just going to do like a little preseason review. So basically what we're going to do <clears throat> is we, we found an over-under um, from a sports book out of Vegas, and it is the – I think it's like the DK Sportsbook. And it basically gives an over-under for how many uh, – for every team in the NFL and how many games they'll win. And so um, I am – I'm really looking forward to talking about it because what we're going to do – is we're going to talk about all of our favorite teams. So we're going to talk about the Texans, the Steelers, the Vikings, the Lions, and the Bears. Um, but we're, never, we're not going to talk about our own team. Okay, but I'm going to get us started. I'm going to talk about the Steelers. And, John, if I remember correctly, the Steelers are at nine wins. That's what the over-under is. Nine okay, wins. So, ba- so basically, do I think that they'll win ten or more games, or do I think that they will win eight or less? Um, I think they're going to win more. I, I'm, going to, I'm going to take the, the over. My um, God. Last year, they went eight and eight. They were fighting to get into the playoffs, and they had uh, the ghost of backup quarterbacks past as their starting quarterback and Mason Rudolph and Devlin Hodges. And so the fact that they have Big Ben back, who is, you know, a Hall of Big Famer. Big and Ben. Uh, Super Bowl, yeah, exactly. Mm. Super Bowl winner. Um, one of the Be few better quarterbacks to ever throw 5,000 yards in a season. Excuse me. And he is, I mean, he, he really takes the offense to new levels. He actually can throw it downfield. Um, and he's able to take more risk. The ball is the thing. Yeah. Now, now, now hopefully his, his surgery holds out, but here, here's yeah. the thing. <laughs> uh, I think that the Steelers season is contingent upon one major thing. And then one slightly less major thing. The, the biggest thing is big Ben's health. Obviously if big Ben can stay healthy and play a full season, the Steelers are, they're a playoff team. I mean, I, I think that that's just guaranteed. They're going to win 10, 11, 12 games easy. I think they have one of the best defenses that, the, that they've had since the prime of Troy Polamalu, the steel curtain. Um, their defense is legit. Uh, you know, they, they've got Minka Fitzpatrick and they've got TJ Watt. And I think that's enough. Um, and you know, they've got a lot of other studs back there. I think the next biggest thing is going to be James Connors health. I think that they do have depth. Anthony McFarland is electric. They have, you know, Benny Snell. And, and I mean, I think they'll be able to get by with the running backs that they have. And at the worst case scenario, they can trade for somebody who's being underutilized in their own backfield. And so I don't think that's as big of a deal. But if James Conner is healthy for 16 games, which I think is a stretch to begin with, then, I mean, you're looking at a guy who can run for 1,200 yards, catch 40 to 50 balls, and have double-digit touchdowns. And I think that that's a big deal. Um, he can really open up, uh, you know, play action and things like that. And then especially, I mean, I'm, I'm already expecting uh, big things from Deontay Johnson, Juju Smith, maybe even Chase Claypool, who's a freak of nature. 
Uh, and then they're adding Eric Ebron. And so that's, that's a really, really big deal. I think that this is the best roster that the Steelers have had in a really long time. So I think they're a lock for more than uh, nine wins. So um, let's do, I'll take it. Yeah. John, let's hear from John. I'm excited. So the thing that I'm questionable about is our backfield. uh, If I'm being honest. So we got James Conner last time he ran, for full season was two years ago, and he put up better numbers than Le'Veon did the year before. That mm-hmm. was the year of Le'Veon's holdout. So I think we've got committee backfield. Jalen Samuels didn't put up didn't put up numbers last year. I don't think I, he's third string now. Benny Snell jumped him. Um, I think that's what preseason was going to kind of depend upon. But I agree. Uh, it kind of depends on how Ben comes back. Everything's been coming back positive, but I mean, you don't come out and say that it's negative. So. Yeah. We'll see how it actually is. Um, and then, I mean, if we can get by with our committee backfield, if James Conner stays healthy, we don't have to do committee. But yeah. with the committee backfield, um, I think we scrape by. And I think – I honestly think we'll go for more than nine. Yeah. Um, does anybody else have anything about the Steelers or do you want to move on to the Texans? Uh, I said everything. It's, it's really, yeah, if, if people stay healthy, you got Ben and Connor. Those are your question yeah, marks. I think that's everything the biggest else question mark. And Juju, was, Juju was hurt too, but, I mean, that's not yeah. as big of a deal. We've got receivers. They're all young, uh, yeah. but we've got receivers. So, I think that we're probably all in agreement that the Texans are going to hit the under on seven and a half. So, who wants to take the lead on roasting my favorite team? They're going to go under. Team. Under. Oh, under. Carly, I mean, us. there's really not much to say. Um, Why are they going to go under? I mean, they, just they got – they what were, was the record last year? Um, I think we had ten wins. Yeah, and without DeAndre Hopkins, I he, it's gonna be Hop is gonna have to get used to all new receivers. Look uh, at your receivers right injury now. Prone. You really receivers. didn't really address Brandon Cooks and Randall Cobb are your three starting receivers. I don't yeah. really. You guys didn't really address. At least I didn't hear anything about the offensive line. It was one of the worst again for like the past ten years. We did take a step up, but we didn't take the step up that we wanted. That Jeremy Tunsil did struggle. Guy, he wasn't worth a first rounder. Um, and I, your defense is all right. Um, JJ Watts injury prone. I just, I think the stars face. you have on defense are getting towards <laughs> the end of their careers. And yeah, knows how I mean, that's fair. It's not JJ Watt is getting Watt up there in age. He's not I think his you, MVP caliber. I think you should type. capitalize on JJ Watt and trade him. If I'm the one honest. good thing you guys you are in the AFC South. So you do get to play the Jaguars twice. So there's two wins. Um, the tight Titans, hopefully you can split. And the Colts, hopefully you can split. But I don't really know who you guys play out of conference. I don't know what division you guys line up. You, oh, you, guys, guys, the NFC you guys are coming up to Pittsburgh this year. You guys are coming to the – you're playing the AFC and NFC North. So, I don't yeah, see you guys being be the tough. Packers. Um, nope. Vikings game will be close. I think, I think that you all probably win that. I think um, everyone you guys can beat conference. the Lions. The Bears have a really good defense, hey, um, but they don't have that great should, of an offense. So. Yeah, we just got to figure out a story. I think, the Lions I think that comes down to Nick Foles. Lions and Bears Maybe you win one of the two. I so just think thing. everyone in your conference took be- bigger steps forward than y'all did. I think Absolutely. Colts, Jags both took bigger steps forward than y'all did. We took steps back, in my opinion. I yep. think Titans kind of stayed the I same. I have you guys at seven and nine. Yeah, so that would be under. So, We've got so the it's line the under. at seven and a half. You're at seven and a half. I, I think I go one back. I say six, but – I think Deshaun Watson will win some crazy game that you He'll guys will shenanigans really some games, but I mean, you guys also don't capitalize on Deshaun. I've seen you guys make some horrible play calls with Deshaun, so I, I don't I know. I can see you guys up twenty-four nothing, and then somehow find a way to lose it. <laughs> Dude, I could never expect. That. I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I mean, I okay. think it's I think it's pretty easy. I mean, the the fact of the matter is, 
we lost DeAndre Hopkins, and I'm still in denial. Um, David Johnson, I mean, if he if he him. can be the man he was two years ago, then sure, that's great. But I don't think I don't think that David Johnson not make you guys. He doesn't He's not going to make up for what we lost in D Hop, and and that's that's totally right. Here's the only positive that I've gotten out of the Texans offseason. When Matthew Stafford lost Calvin Johnson, it made him better because it made him be able to spread the ball around and it taught him to be more efficient and to be less risky instead of just throwing it up to Calvin Johnson in triple coverage. Okay. I think that Deshaun Watson has a higher ceiling than Matthew Stafford. And so I think that Deshaun no. Watson can be better. Oh, shut up. I love you. Know I <laughs> here's the thing. I, I think that if Will Fuller can stay healthy, I think that maybe the offense will be better than I think it could be because Will Fuller is, he's very talented, but he's never been able to play even close to a full season. Do you see Kiki uh-huh. taking a step forward? I don't think he'll be given the opportunity because I think that, um, I he think he blew that a shot. He, I, he, I don't he did. Think he's I, Will Fuller and Kenny Stills are better than Kiki. The question is, does Randall, Randall Cobb still have anything left in the tank? He's too old. And, I think, I mean, I think he's, at, I think he's, he's at least old. old reliable. Yeah. He, he it depends on how Kiki. he fits your system. I don't know. He, he was really good for the Packers. Kiki so. will be out there in four wide, and I think that he didn't do Kiki, that bad for the Cowboys either. Kiki That's, is a pretty yeah. he's a pretty talented guy, but he just hasn't been able to produce. And our defense is just garbage. Honestly, I would love to see mm-hmm. Logan Thomas come to the Texans. Um, I think he's a fantastic athlete, and I think he would love to sign with the Texans in a heartbeat, so we could stick it to the Titans for not re-signing him. But the fact of the matter is that I, I definitely I got to take even without looking at the schedule. Um, I'm taking the under. I think long term it'd be good for you guys not to have a great year because not like you guys are going to win the division anyways, and so might as well get a better draft pick. Um, And and hopefully that means we fire Bill O'Brien. Yeah. To be honest, I mean, like I I don't like I I hate saying that I want a guy to lose his job, but if I'm being totally honest, like the he's had his chance over and over. I mean, I'm there's not much else that he can prove. Not being mean, I honestly think you guys just capitalize on JJ, trade him. Okay, so I actually did. I did like a, a, I went through all of the the 17 weeks and, and graded graded teams out. Now this was quite a while ago. This was before the draft and everything. And so I actually have the Texans winning only three games. So I'm definitely taking the under. Now this is not updated with draft and everything. So I'm just going to kind of fly by the seat of my pants. I actually had the Steelers going 14 and two. So I'm definitely punching that. My guy. That's what I'm talking about. So let's, let's talk about the bears. Does anybody Under. want to lead the bears? Under. What are the bears at? What is, what they project? Oh, they're the bears seven. They're at seven and a half. Is, Seven and a half. Seven yeah, seven and a half. And with That's they the don't really have, have the a, Texans at they they're going under because I don't even know who's playing quarterback for them, so they're gonna have to well, have that drama. And false. they have to play the NFC South. I don't see them beating the Buccaneers. I don't see them beating the Saints. I don't see them beat the Falcons will be a close That'll game. Be close. And they could they'll probably beat the Panthers. What about in conference? What do you see them doing in conference? I think they uh, beat the Vikings at home, lose on the road. I don't even think we'll beat the Vikings, honestly, though. I, what about know, the Lions? Never, the Lions, Lions will we'll be, we'll be. I the think Lions. the Lions games are going to be key. I think whoa, the Lions games. Whoa, whoa. I think whoa. the Lions are going to take a step. I think they're going to be tougher this year. I think Lions are going to split one and one. I'm glad Packers, that Charlie's on the Lions train. Hmm. I think the Packers will sweep hmm. y'all. Um, oh, yeah. The AFC, we, also, we also have to play the AFC North. Or no, the AFC South. And so, the, the fifth jump ball between the Texans, I think. Um, I think the Titans will beat you. I think the Colts will beat you. Yep. And I think you'll beat the Jags. So, yeah. I have you guys under. Um, so I, I think you guys will go six well. and ten. Six and ten, I have seven, and, seven nine and nine. Yep. I, I second the second and nine. I think they'll go seven and nine. 
It depends who's quarterback. If Mitch Trubisky's quarterback, I think you go six and ten. It won't. It won't last that long. I think this seven point five is close, but I have I have the the seven and nine. Listen, here's the deal. Literally, the only thing the 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 Bears are missing is a quarterback, and the Mm. fact of the matter is their defense is elite. It's got to be the best defense in the league. Oh yeah. Um, Their running back, I think that David Montgomery is is due to take a step forward. Uh, especially with the production that he's going to get. I don't think he's any kind of super special talent, but I think he's a guy that can get you at least four to four and a half yards of carry um, yeah. and, and possibly double-digit touchdowns. I mean, they have Tariq Cohen the following him too. But Tariq Cohen has never had over 100 carries, and so David but Montgomery is going to be the Lions. He's a catching back. He's a big catching back, and he's good at it. He's like a little Yeah, he's very good at it. Just very small. He but, but here's I think the deal. Trey Cohen had a bad year this year, though. I didn't think he was good as good as he was. Bad quarterback. It wasn't as good as two years ago. But here's the deal. The, they, they're stacked at wide receiver, too. They've got Anthony Miller, and they've got Allen Robinson, and I think both of those guys are exceptional athletes. They're great players. Um, and so I think that if they had you – know, if they could get MVP, uh, Super Bowl MVP Nick Foles out there for 16 games where he, he's very efficient, you know, he doesn't have to throw 30-plus touchdowns. He can throw 25 as long as he throws, you know, maybe like seven picks and, you know, maybe barely over 4,000 yards. I mean, you don't need a lot from Nick Foles. You just need efficiency and a lack of turnover. You just so need to score 17 points a game. Dude, yeah. I mean, honestly, if you I'm want to look at it. I'm not sold on the receivers yet. I'm not sold you, on them. If you want to look at the offense, I mean, it can't get much worse. Like, last year we were ranked 29th in yards per, um, yards per carry and then, like, 30th for rushing. And then we were, like, ranked – our red zone completion was, like, 52 yeah, percent like it was low. horrible your defense had a lot of injuries too so they didn't the defense looked really bad because they were on the field for like 75 percent of the yeah. game yeah yeah it doesn't matter how well, and they were just is. loaded with injuries yeah 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 so yeah, i mean that doesn't change it i still go seven to nine though yeah seven to nine i mean i think at best maybe they can win nine games and that's if nick falls is playing his heart out so yeah. let's move yeah. on uh let's talk about the vikings um what are they at Let's see here. They're they're, they're over eight point five. That's crazy, man. Because when I did this, uh, when I did this a couple about a month or two ago, I had them at eight and eight, and so I I got to take the under. I think that this is tough because I think I think it all relies on Dalvin Cook's health. I mean, I think Alexander Madison is also very good, so I think that they would still be able to pick up where they left off. <clears throat> but losing Stephon Diggs, all they really have is is Adam Thielen, and Adam Thielen is good, but is he is he good because Stefan Diggs was taking the top off of defenses mm. or is he good just because he's actually an, an, an elite athlete? You know, he's getting up there in age. He's only a slot receiver. And so, um, you know, I, I just think that it's going to be really hard for, you know, only Kirk Cousins, Adam Thielen and Dalvin Cook to get the job done. I think it's possible, but I think this is a team that's going to have to rely on their defense. And here's the problem. Their defense is not, you know, the defense of They lost a lot. They lost a lot this year. But here's the thing: they chose to lose a lot of those guys. They chose right. not to resign most. Well, of those you guys, guys also drafted really well. We drafted a ton of corners, like, and these were high draft pick corners. And I was um, listening to. I was happy with your draft. Me and Charlie talked through the entire draft. We were both very happy with the draft. You I still think have Mike Hughes. Yeah, we still have Mike Hughes. But the guy we got from TCU and the guy we got from Mississippi State are. They're really excited about those two young guys. Mike Zimmer just That's breeds good. cornerbacks. Yeah, he's great at DBs. I mean, absolutely. honestly, um, Harrison Sanders. Dude, I'm just saying best. Harrison Smith as your safety, underrated by far, dude. Great. Harrison great. Smith is he's, a god among Well, men. And if you look, so we have Harrison Smith and Anthony Harris was rated one of the top mm-hmm. strong safeties in the league yeah. uh, by pro football focus. And then our linebackers are just stacked. Don't you I mean, still have Daniel Hunter too? 
We have Daniel Hunter yeah. off that the bench. That is a scary athlete. man. That, that is a scary, scary human being. Um, unfortunately, we traded for a guy on the Baltimore Ravens, but he opted out this year. We just traded that? for uh, Pierce. I forget his name, but he's a big. He's like 350 pounds. He just stacks up the middle. We got rid of Linville mm-hmm. Joseph, but he was old and mm-hmm. he wasn't really to perform last a, year. That was a good. I was and we have a lot of DNs that are young. That basically we drafted Daniel Hunter. He did. He was a freshman or a sophomore at LSU. Wasn't even a starter. We just purely drafted him off of his physique, and then let Mike he's Zimmer a freak groom athlete. him. So. I think it takes a little bit of a step back, but honestly, the defense did not perform well last year at all. Xavier yeah. Rhodes was a liability, always sure. five yard five yard penalties and pass interference. Couldn't cover anyone. Trey Waynes is all right. I mean, he let them catch it, but he wasn't that good of a corner, I don't think. Charlotte, so, my I question mean, do you think do you think Tajay Sharp takes a step forward? Or no? I mean, the thing with our receivers is we weren't really a pass-first offense this year. Yeah. It was mostly play-action anyways. And so yeah. I don't really care who's running the routes. I mean, if you get play-action, anyone really can get There's open. There's only one player on that team that's ever going to have a chance at more than like eight or nine receptions a game, and that's Adam Thielen. Yeah. And like I depending think on how Justin, Justin Jefferson, Jefferson comes, I think has Justin Jefferson really comes off strong. Here's, here's well, the problem, though, and we've runner. talked about he's this incredible. before, but rec- rookie receivers don't really mean anything until the second half of the year, and they, that sure. also counts the four games in preseason, and so maybe here, now it's not until week 12 where they blossom. Well, but they also don't the get thing the thing with Justin too. Jefferson, he's going to get a chance right out of the gate. We drafted him he's as gonna be one starter, guy. Yeah. He's going to start right away, and just seeing his highlights on social media, I mean, he catches everything. He's a great yeah. athlete. He he's a route runner. Have you seen and his routes? It's Bryant, Des Bryant tweeted just randomly that just I mean it's Des Bryant's opinion, but he thinks Justin Jefferson's gonna be really special. So yeah, I mean we do we do draft be. receivers well. We got Adam Thielen undrafted, we got Diggs in the fifth round. So I have faith that we dra- Diggs performed really well his rookie year too. I give y'all I, I'm gonna go over. I'm gonna say I think you guys we are go, gonna get nine or ten wins. And under Mike Zimmer, the worst year we had was six and ten, and it was the first year we had Matt Castle as quarterback. Um, and so I just think we're always over 500. I think we're nine, seven, 10, 16, but you never know. Our division is so up in the air and there's going to be so many close games. Oh, yeah. um, I think that this is a great line because I, I think I would genuinely, the line's eight and a half, right? Yeah. I think, the, like, I think it's either going to be eight or nine. Yeah. Like I, I, I go nine or 10. I'd be curious over. to see I'm gonna say what the Packers 10. was last year. Cause I bet you they were eight and a half, but they won all their close games and went 13 yep. and three. And, and so it's really how your team finishes games. So I don't think the Packers yeah. are going to turn around, though. That's the thing, though. I, I, I don't have any bad. faith in the Packers this year. And I don't let think me, they can do it again. Let me tell you why that I think that I think that the, 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 the Vikings could win as little as eight games. And it's because of this next team that we're going to talk about. It's Daniel's team. It's the Lions. Mm. I have the Lions surging back into relevance. Um, I think that they're going to be one of the top offenses in the league, um, genuinely. Um, their Super defense is their their defense is mediocre at best, um, but their I will defense say defense is going to really struggle. You got rid of your best cornerback. Um, yeah, they picked up what's his face. And the Lions have had this type of energy in the past, where it's just like, all right, this is the year, everything's in place. Mm-hmm. They're going to just come out of the gate super strong, and then they just never do. And Good. so I'm not willing to play. I think they go seven and nine. I think they did better than last year. I could could back that. Yeah. I just don't think it's just the Lions. I mean, until I see it, until I actually see with my own eyes that they can go ten and six, eleven and five, I just don't. The line is six point five, Charlie. So you're going. I'm gonna go over, but I'm not gonna. I'm not over over to seven. You're gonna say seven. seven. Yep. 
Mm. Let me blow y'all's minds real quick. Okay. Shoot. When I did this, um, I had them going at a number bigger than any number any of y'all have said so far. So I am absolutely smashing the over. I had them, their ceiling being 12 and four. Okay. <laughs> now, granted, I know that that's kind of ridiculous, but here's the thing. This is going to be the way, this is the way that you're going to beat the lions. Okay. It's going to be time of possession. If you can keep their defense on the field and you can control the clock and you can win a low scoring game, that's how you beat the lions. Because I think that the lions are going to be able to compete with the best of them on offense. I mean, okay. They, I mean, here's my question. It's on the record. What now. have they done on their Let's offense see. that makes them so much better than last year? That's a great question. Here's the thing. And, and that's what this is the biggest risk. How is good Matthew do you Stafford's think DeAndre health. Swift is? It's, it's, not, it's not necessarily about DeAndre Swift. I mean, Swift we played Matthew Stafford athlete. both times when he was healthy, and we beat them both times. But here's, here's the big difference to me is you have, if Matthew Stafford is healthy, then I think that's the biggest thing. And it's very similar to the Steelers for me, okay? Big Ben and Matthew Stafford, if they both stay healthy, the team is in a much better chance, okay? The next thing, the next lowest tier is the running game. Carry on Johnson. I think is an elite level athlete, but he, his body just doesn't want to play football. Okay. But now you're adding Deandre Swift. And I think that Deandre Swift is going to be the one a in this one, a one B, uh, you know, two running back punch. Um, and so, you know, maybe carry on Johnson is the better running back in the backfield by talent. I don't know if that's true. I don't think that's going to be true because, uh, carry on was a third round draft pick and Deandre Swift is a second round draft pick. And so Deandre Swift, um, you know, he's a, he's got three down potential. So does Kerryon Johnson, but the difference is, and, and we've talked about this earlier in, in earlier podcasts. I don't think both of them are going to be injured at the same time. I think that you're going to have over 1500 yards rushing from the lions for the first time in a really, really long time. And, and the difference is Matthew Stafford isn't going to have to do it by himself anymore. And I think that's what the big difference is, Charlie, is that. Okay. Yeah. So I'm curious to hear, Gallad, go on. I had their schedule pulled up and I want to hear. So. They are at home against the Bears to open up. So you have the Lions winning. Yeah. I do. And then they go to the Packers week two. That's an L. I'll you don't say win at, at Packers. Packers. I'll say loss. That's an L. Okay. Then they're on the road at the Cardinals. That's good. Okay. Honestly, that's going to be one of my favorite cards. games to watch the entire year. But yeah. I'm going to take the Lions. Really? No. You I have the Lions. No, the Cardinals. Oh, no. Defense. I think that's going to be a really offense? high scoring Cardinals game. Okay, so you have so much better. Be you incredible. have them at two and yeah. one, and then okay. they're at home against the Saints. Loss. Then they're on the road at Jacksonville. Win. Then they yeah. are at the Falcons. Win. Could be. And are then you... they're at home against the Colts. I'll take that one. I'll take a win. So is that five and two so far? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they're at the Vikings. I think that the Lions are the better team, so I'll take the Lions. Okay. <laughs> Let me just tell you, the Lions haven't beaten the Vikings at home in, I think, 15 years. Anyways. Okay, that's a big deal, though. <laughs> <laughs> that is a pretty um, big deal. Obviously, they're going to beat Washington. So yeah. you have them at 8-2. and two. Yep. Um, on the so road, we're already over. Dude, there's no way team. they're winning that. It's the Lions, dude. There's no way they win this many games. See, yeah, here's the thing. It's like this – like last year, and I think I mentioned this when we talked about my Lions thing like earlier. Like the, the Lions yeah. were in all of the games, and they like lost it because they just made and dumb decisions. Yeah. A the lot Lions of that don't know I think you could attribute to injuries as well. But That's the thing, though. They year, don't know how to win if those they games. they stay healthy and they don't win – 
then I think you'll we'll actually see that it's the coaching at this point. But they have my biggest thing is they haven't figured out to win. They should have won with Matthew Stafford at home against the Chiefs, and they found a way yeah. lost that game. They found a way first well, game so of the season. The Texans, to t- so yeah, true. <laughs> and the Texans were a better team than the Lions last year. And they found a way to tie rookie Kyle Murray. Is that his name? Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray. Week one, they were up seven. Weren't they up like seven with like five seconds ago? They should end up losing. Yeah, the Cardinals came back. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, that's going to be my favorite game of the year to watch because those are going to be my two teams to watch. I haven't figured out how to win those close games. I think. Like they're in it with the Vikings, and the Vikings pulled away at the very end both times. The only thing they changed on offense was they added DeAndre Swift. Their defense, they didn't do anything. He's about to step up. The Defense, first year, you had anything. like first couple games. But I just I'm don't know all, if your offense can keep up with. You guys lost I'm a lot all of about Jeff Your Akuda. best cornerback is gone. I was all about yeah. Jeff Akuda. I was all hyped on him. I wanted the Steelers to draft him. I was super big on him going into the draft. And then y'all got him. And he can't carry a defense. Football, you cannot have one man. I don't know any defense. of your linebackers. I don't know your defensive ends. I know you got rid of your best corner. You also got rid of your free safety digs that went to the Seahawks. Listen, it's really good. I think that a good baseline, a good blueprint for this team is the Texans. I think they're both very similar. They both have, at being generous, a mediocre defense. Because that's let's be the real, thing. It's not you, a can't, you can't win NFL. Like, you look at all the good teams in the NFL. Besides the Chiefs, they have good defenses, or at least ones that can back up poor. Yeah, play. and yeah. and, and so Texans do you really were... think every week the Lions' best offense is? There's going to be weeks where your offense just doesn't show up, and you. Score he, I mean, here, here's my thing: Bill O'Brien, not a very good coach. Matt Patricia, probably not a very good coach. Here's, the, but the the Texans were able to win double digit games. If you want to say that it's our our conference or our division, sure you can say that. I don't think that's really the case because I think our conference is better than people think it is. But the Lions, they're definitely in a harder conference than us. I'll give you all that. But the, th- the fact of the matter is that they're a very, very similar team. And I think that their offense has a lot more upside than our offense does. And the fact that sure. people think the Texans can win double-digit games, it's crazy to think that the Lions can't. No, I know. I, but I, I just think don't think your defense can carry you. I, I think the Lions' offense is going to be fine. But I don't see them being able to shoot out. I think we've been down this road before with Matt Stafford. And he always – so he is a good fantasy quarterback not a good NFL quarterback to win games. I think this is the best team he's ever had, or at least offensive. Almost sure. the same team as sure. us, arguably. But we've been down this road before with Matt Stafford. I give them I give them six, maybe seven. So I'm so are you right taking on the over line. the under? I, I, I'm going to go under. I'm, I'm going to give under. them six. I I'm think the Vikings under. sweep them. I think the Packers sweep them. And I think the Bears split. I've heard this story before. Okay. I'm going under. And so under that's, 6.5. that's six losses. It sounds like you're And I don't think they beat the Saints. And I don't think – I just think there's – I don't have them beating the Falcons. I think the Falcons mm-hmm. are very much improved. Um, yeah. I think, I think Todd will turn the Falcons around more than people think. I hope he does. Anyways. All right, well, let's, let's I'm try taking to take – one over. Let's pick uh, one or two teams that we think are being under or overrated and kind of expose that, and then we'll move into our draft. So does anybody have a team that they think stands out to them? Cowboys, that... nine and a half, way too high. That's interesting. Okay, now I know that we all hate the Cowboys, but I think that that's a pretty fair line. I think that they're going to be What'd they go between last between nine and 11 wins. I think they had 10 wins maybe. No way. I don't they didn't remember. make the playoffs last year. Uh, somebody vet me. Somebody vet me. But I'm I'm here looking at teams, and 
I think the Pats are a little. I high. think so. Mine, mine off the bat. Panthers are at five point five. Yeah, I'm going way over that. I that was one that stood out. Cowboys to me. went eight and eight last year. Did they really? I, I say Panthers. Wow. Panthers are at five point five, and they had no the easiest schedule. They're only schedule. winning five games. Yeah, I think that's fair, John. I actually did some did some research into the Panthers earlier today, and actually, let me pull it up. Um, if you stack Kyle Allen out over a 16-game pace, it actually wasn't too bad. He had a 62% completion percentage. He threw a pick on about 3% of passes and a touchdown on about 54% of passes – or, excuse me, 5.4% of passes. He was on pace for 44, about 4,400 yards, 22 tutties, uh, 404 out of 652 passes completed, um, and 3% of however many of those passes for interceptions. And so here's the thing. If you give that same production – to Teddy Bridgewater and stat him out over a 16 game pace. So you give him those full amount of, um, of, of attempts with his 68% completion percentage, his 1% uh, interception rating, then you're going to get about 4,600 yards. So 200 more, 200 more yards than Kyle Allen. You're going to get an, uh, you're going to get eight more touchdowns than Kyle Allen and you're going to get less picks. So Teddy Bridgewater has the potential to do a little bit more um, and being more efficient and so I think that um, the, the Panthers definitely have the shot at being, um, you know, definitely, de- I mean, definitely uh, more efficient. And so I think that the Panthers are definitely a good team to pick. I think the Redskins the at five. The Redskins at five, I don't think they win a game. Man, that's crazy. You think crazy. they go 0-16? Yep. I think that's a legitimate possibility, yeah. I, I think that they'll I think that they'll definitely win a couple games, but I, I'm, I'm fine with that line. But – uh. You know, a couple a couple teams to keep note of: Cardinals, um, Dolphins, and um, those are those are the two. I mean, maybe the Packers, but and maybe the Bills. But let's uh, let's move on to our draft. We've got a fun draft for y'all. I'm pretty excited about this. Um, we are going to draft candy, and so mm. this includes like mm. chocolate, um, you know, regular sugar, sugar, um, chewy Shuggies. candies, sugies, sugies. Um, so. So yeah, let's uh, let's bring out our old fan um, Olaf. And who was the first pick last week? I've still never been a number one overall pick. I mean, really hey, you're never gonna be the number one pick. So. All right, who was? Does anybody remember who the first pick? I think it was John because he ch- he took the office. Wow, that's funny. I drew John's name again, but that's, we're yes. gonna pull him out. Uh, it's gonna be the first pick is gonna be Daniel. Ooh. The second Daniel. pick is gonna be. I got one in my hands. See, I think this Thatcher. is one that doesn't matter oh, yeah. as much though. There's so much candy. Yeah, there, there is really so much is. <laughs> John, Heck Charlie, yes. me and you have never been one of the top picks. No. <laughs> Chuck, you're number four, and I'll be five. Hey. <laughs> All right, so I'll get the swing pick. Interesting. Daniel, lead us off. I'm going to do some research because I genuinely am going to blank. Candies, dude, there is a lot of options. I think you have to be kind of careful with your first pick. Depends on what you're craving, too. Got That's picks. true. You got you to get, get a balance here. I'm thinking as far as sour candy – I mean, you have to go with the classics, and I think this is going to be a, a no-brainer. I'm taking Sour Patch Kids. Oh, yeah. my God. I wait, hate wait, you, wait. dude. Before we move farther, are we going three candies? I'm going to go with three. 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 Bruce, three's okay. All right, three's fine, then. All right. Three's fine. There's a I lot of candy. Because I, I, have to, I have to figure this out if we're, if we're doing that. So, okay, three. All right, that's your next. All right. I've always I've always been kind of a Skittles guy, so I'll take Skittles. Skittles is a big one. Skittles is definitely dude. So many different flavors. Tropical. I know. Does that include sour Skittles? Yes, it does. Yeah. 
Skittles when baby. I picked Thanos, I only got. I think you only get the green colored Skittles. Shut your face. You only get three colors of the Skittles. Which three do you want? Rigged. And I want the sour. Sour All right, definitely. Stuff. I'm looking up a list. So okay, so I'm gonna go with I love me some Twix. Okay. Love me some. Hey, Twix. which left or right bar? Uh right, dude. I think I'm. Good. My favorite chocolate candy is. Don't you dare. Babe Ruth's. Oh, thank God. Really? I baby Ruth's. I've had baby Ruth's. All right, I can't believe they fell to me, but I gotta take Reese's, man. Holy moly! Nice. I'm, yeah, I'm honestly not a big fan of Reese's. I'm I'm Reese's are I'm good. In but first I'm in minority, dude, but I'm not a big fan of Reese's. Hmm. I don't All right, know what let's it see is. <laughs> okay, I'm deaf. Let me just throw this out there. I'm not picking Werther's Originals, but that would be freaking funny. Um, <laughs> all right, I gotta just. I'm a big chocolate guy, so I'm going to stay true to my heart. I'm just going to take yeah. M&M's. Um, mm, good call. M&M's. Uh, do, you personally, get, do you get the peanut and pretzel ones? Peanut is a way to color, go. Okay, this what might be a hot M&Ms? take, but my absolute favorite are the pretzel M&M's. Yes, dude. dude those are so it's good. good call, dude. None. Pretzel ones, underrated. The pretzel ones are the best. All right, underrated. Charlie, what's going to be your second pick? This is hitting home for John. I'm going to go with a true <laughs> candy. I'm going to go with Starburst. Yeah, Ooh, yes. nice. I mean, I was, Ooh. I was expecting you to take that with your first, to be honest, but I don't like Starburst actually. So what? really, I love Starburst. You suck. There are. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so my pick, I'm gonna go with something. Always carry them around in my backpack. People at work kind of laugh at me. I carry a big, big thing of Dum Dums, the lollipops. <laughs> always carry them around, dude. Which is kind of funny because I was dummy this week. Okay, but... we're blowing through this. Can we do four <laughs> rounds? Let's do yeah, four. let's do four. Okay, all right. All right. We'll, we'll go we're going fast. Yeah. Dash, pick your pick your second candy. All right, yeah. I, I like me some payday. Payday's good. Ooh. <laughs> I, I like funny the... facts that you say payday because I don't. You might out of our group be the only one not to ever receive a payday. A payway. <laughs> Shut up. Oh my goodness. <laughs> That's a tough one. Payway is payday, baby. <laughs> all right, Danny boy, take two. Wow, I'm kind of surprised. It's just I, I'm gonna go Snickers. Snickers is so classic. You can't. That can't be not. Yeah, we can't have that on the board. Still, it's got to go. Okay. So good. Is it my? I get to go again. Yeah, you get yeah. another one. Oh, dude. Oh, dude. Yeah, it's probably good we did four then. Otherwise, like me going first is like big time advantage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Hmm. Man, I used to love watching Ed, Ed and Eddie growing up. Oh, dude, you're like, taking a jawbreaker. Jawbreaker, dude. Oh, I love it. Just a battle oh, jawbreaker in the lip. Oh, so honestly, that's that's a solid pick. Oh, so good. That's a solid pick. All right, all right. Thatch, Thatch, give us your third. All right, baby. Almond joys. Almond joy. Are you Thatcher, right, you're just dude? a fan of hot takes. The ranch. Okay? Almond I don't joys. think I would ever pick any of the last two that's just picked. Because <laughs> you don't like to try new things. Payday and almond joys. <laughs> almond joys. Go, you give away. I'm going with Kit Kats. Dead <laughs> love, love me some Kit Kats. Too. I would yeah, break me off list. a piece of that. Mm, mm, uh. <laughs> baby. I I like spicy Football food, cream. and so this spicy candy is one of my favorites. Hot tamales. Ah oh, no, tamales. dude, you're wow. you're tripping. Hot tamales are great. Hot tamales okay, so are I'm definitely tilting. I had, I was totally expecting for Kit Kats to fall to me. No, dude. Um, they're definitely like worthy of being taken in the first round. 
Um, but the fact that they fell all the way to the third. I don't even like Kit Kat so much. Really? Um, okay, so this is a tough one because there are a lot of like classic candies that I could have taken, but I never. Okay, so I think I know what I'm going to go with, but I never really ate this candy too much because it was always really chewy and it got stuck in my molars. But I've, mm-hmm. I've, I'm still kind of a fan of it. I always loved the flavor. So I'm just going to take it. I'm going to stop stalling, and I'm going to go with Butterfinger. Dude, you have a backstory oh, you for said every you're little thing stalling you and you stall for so long. <laughs> yeah. don't judge you me. have like a whole story for every little thing. It's fun. Don't judge me. All right, so this, so my fourth pick, my last pick, um, I kind of wanted to go with something classic, like maybe a ring pop or Airheads, um, or maybe even Nerds. But like I said, I just got to stay true to my heart. I'm a chocolate guy, and this was one of my absolute favorites growing up. I don't know why I loved it so much, but I just love that New Giddy Center, and I'm going to take Three Musketeers. Mm. Um, so that's going to round out my team. Charlie, yes. who's going to be your last pick? I'm so happy they are still on the board. I'm going to take Milk Duds. Milk Duds? Dude, it's always too chewy for me. Low-key love me. Love Milk Duds, dude. Duds, dude. I don't know what it is about them. Everyone hates them, but I like them. My honorable mention, though, was Saltwater Taffy. Mm. Okay, true. Honorable mention, whatchamacallit, take five. Some of the no-name candy bars, those are good. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to hit it back. I've got two chocolates already, so I'm not going to go with another chocolate. I'm going to go with Jolly Ranchers as my my last pick. That's a good one. That's definitely a good one. Thatcher, round us out. All right, dude. This might, like, bring back memories, but fun dip. Fun dip is a great one. Dude, fun dip is like crack cocaine in my dude, elementary I school. I forgot all about fun dip. Dude, dude, I can't eat that now, there. but when I was a kid, I used to eat those all the time. Yeah. Did you ever get those one? Did you ever have so like a blockbuster sugar. Hollywood video? Like of course. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I would go there. You know those suckers you could like twist oh, yeah. off the cap and then yeah, yeah. dunk them into the baby like bottle sour. pops. Baby, so yes, dude, those were so baby good. Baby bottle pop. Baby, Baby, pop. Pop. <laughs> dude. Yeah, I know. We, we know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. All right, Daniel, bring us home. Bring us wow. home. It's like the I honestly kind of forgot about this candy. It's sad that nobody picked it. I am taking gummy worms. Sour See, and See, that was an honorable mention of mine. I was going to do gummy, gummy worms, worms until... I was going to pick Laffy Daffy's, but... Yeah, nah, I mean, honestly... See, Laffy Daffy's are good, but I wouldn't pick them. They're not... Some they're of the big ones? Freaking nerds. Laffy Taffy... Milky Way, I almost went Milky Way. Milky Way is all right. It's, it's like the Pepsi to yeah. Snickers is like Coke, yeah. and Milky Way is like. Crunch Crunch bars, those I love Crunch bars. Do you ever have those wax bottles where you like bit up the cabinet? Like, Dude, those were so good. Yeah. I almost so. picked that, but I didn't even think anybody would like think about those. Nah, the wax good. bottles, and then you could just y'all just chew the wax. Yep. <laughs> Just sitting there munching on wax. Gosh. Yeah. All right. Well, now I'm starving. I need some chocolate or something. So that's quite the image, Thatcher. Thank you so much for that. I'm not even going to bother telling our listeners what you just showed us, but it was a good time and it brightened up the screen. I it can was tell not a that. long time, but it was a good time. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Well, that's going to wrap us up today with the Benchwarmers and Waterboys podcast. I hope you all enjoyed it. I know that we always have a good time. We love hanging out with each other and we're glad that y'all can spend this time with us too. So once again, thank you for joining us on the Bench Benchwarmers and Waterboys podcast. You'd think after so many episodes, I'd be able to say our podcast name by now. But I don't think I've gotten it out once. Like you're getting long. lazy. Yeah, you know what? You're going. Maybe down I now. am. I just need all this Bench energy. Again, and water there you go. Since Carson can't do it, 
Each week, someone new tries to do it. Get some bottles and bottle warmers. And (laughs) (laughs) all right, we'll make sure to stay up to date on our social media at Be Water Boys. You can catch us on Twitter and Instagram, and maybe in the future. I don't know. I haven't even told these guys yet, but maybe a YouTube channel. We might bring video at some point. Pinterest, (laughs) Pinterest, Reddit. But for reals, while you're at it, if you enjoyed the show, MySpace, us on iTunes. Um, you know, subscribe, hit the bell, hit the notifications. That way you can see, you just be that elite listener. So you're always up to date. Vote on our Twitter polls, retweet us. Please tweet at us. We want to have a conversation with y'all. We want to be bestest friends ever when we besties with you. So I hate these guys, honestly, like off the podcast. I don't even want to talk to them. You know? Yeah, I, you guys are pretty lame. Yeah, honestly, these guys suck. I'm so glad that I don't have to talk to them after, you know, our podcast time. But anyway, um, Thanks again for joining us on the Bench Warmers and Water Boys podcast. We'll see you next time. Peace. Boom.